0: Welcome to this episode of Kingdom Over Cosmos, where Bren Chamnus and Jen Weir promote Christian values over world culture to advance a biblical framework for life. Let's join your hosts, Bren and Jen.
1: We're talking about living in a dangerous neighborhood. The Word of God calls us aliens and strangers in this world in 1 Peter 2.11, which literally means this world is not our home. We're occupying enemy territory as ambassadors and rescue agents, and our neighborhood is
0: filled with natural dangers and supernatural predators. Right. And in these circumstances that we currently find ourselves living in, living an unsecured life with unlocked doors makes absolutely no sense. One can hardly blame the enemy for doing what enemies do, which is to steal, kill, and destroy, right? And if we leave our doors open, we're opening ourselves up for assault. You might be asking, what exactly are these open doors? Open doors are entry points for torment and harassment by evil spirits. They're accessed through various means that bypass the protection of God. And you know, Brenda, I get this question so often. People might, if I talk about open doors and leaving yourself open to come out from under or bypass the protection of God, Somebody will invariably quote Psalm 91. Well, aren't we protected under the covering of his wings? What would you say to somebody that says that?
1: Well, I understand the the question. But what I would say is if you go back to the beginning of Psalm 91, the very first thing it says is those who make the, the Lord their refuge shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And so the qualifier for all of the promises of protection in Psalm 91 begin with making him our refuge. And I find that a lot of people aren't doing that. They're making everything else their refuge. They're making social media, television, um, work, friends, all these other things, their refuge and their comfort. And so they are really stepping away from uh, and now from under these promises, not, not from the perspective of God refusing to provide protection, but just like with a, a father who loves his child, his, his kids, and he says, hey, here are the rules. Don't do this. Don't go here. Don't do that. And if they choose to disobey that, they choose to do that
0: anyway, they're opening themselves up for negative consequences. Sure. And I would add to that, you know, in Ephesians four, it talks about not letting the sun go down on your anger and giving a foothold or um, a stronghold or giving him an opportunity. Right. And so that really in essence is talking about leaving an open door. And I realize it's talking about anger specifically. However, there are many other things that we can give the devil an opportunity. You had a good point about what the word in there in Ephesians is. Can you Remind me of yeah. what that is. Yeah.
1: Um, that word for giving the devil a foothold, that word for foothold is really topos and it means topography. Mm. And so it's giving over ground. It's like saying, Yes, you can come in my yard. So right. here, you know, I've my gate is open, so's my door. And so you're you're yielding territory or ground, literally, to the enemy to come occupy.
0: That makes sense. And so speaking of that, so we have different degrees of doors that, um, or different openings, I should say, that we wanted to share. And there's three different ones that we'd like to talk about. The first Mm -hmm. one is unlocked doors, which everybody knows that if you were to live in a really dangerous neighborhood, then you would probably lock your door. Just wisdom would say so. And the likelihood of someone coming along, if you have an unlocked door living in a dangerous neighborhood and entering your house, that, that danger is very present. So you're just taking chances with your security. An example like this in the spirit realm or in your, in your body would be an occasional unrepentant sin, stumbling, generational iniquity, you know, things that you get from your family, inner vows that you might make, certain soul ties a constant negative emotional state such as fear, worry, even anger. You know, this is 2023 and I think in the last 3 years many people have dealt with a lot of fear or even worry and that can be an yeah. unlocked door. That you know, it, that's
1: a really good example this the past few years. Yeah. where there has been this constant state of fear. Right. And that's such a great example of an unlocked door. It's not anything overt you're doing. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's falling into alignment with a mindset and an outlook and an emotion that all come together to create this, um, opportunity.
0: Yes. Do you know, and when you said that, it made me think of what I had just asked you about where we come out something bypasses the protection of our God. And in the last three years, you know, we've seen a lot of this, myself included, That many times we'll look at, you know, I love some people say the 10 spies network, you know, the bad reports of the news rather than our father, God, and that can cause us to look and turn our attention towards those things. And what is that statement? Uh, It's a, it's a catchy saying where attention, where energy goes, something grows.
1: Yeah. Um, I think it's where attention goes um, energy grows.
0: Okay. Or maybe energy um, flows. Or j- in flows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably that. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, I think that's a good example. The second one that we wanted to share too, are those wide open doors. And if you happen to leave your door wide open in a <laughs> bad neighborhood, which is, I don't recommend that any no. thief, uh, any thug, anybody walking along in the dark of night could see a cracked door and think, I'm going to see if I can come on in there. Let me see what's happening. And so for us, with the Lord and with the enemy, things like ongoing rebellion against God's word, bitterness, ongoing constant unforgiveness, sexual sin. As we mentioned with the unlocked doors, also a constant negative emotional state, hatred. This is um, upping the ante of your negative emotions, right? So you have, you know, hatred, jealousy, even terror, panic. You might want to take a look at things that you're watching, things you're letting in your in your soul through movies or television that can create that terror and panic, occult um, involvement through either demonic video games, board games, things like that, dabbling in horoscopes, ungodly new age practices. And we'll talk about that on another podcast. Substance abuse and and things like that, these all risk, raise your risk factor exponentially for getting invaded. And the third thing is, is basically sending out an engraved invitation to enter. You might as well be standing on your porch with, you know, a megaphone. These, there are some things that are the equivalent of sending out that message to the enemy saying, you know, calling all demons. And this will always, oh no, excuse me. It will almost always Result in invasion and bondage, sexual abuse, physical torment, um, abuse of helpless children, anyone who's helpless, molestation, rape, incestation, incest, excuse me, addiction to pornography, addiction to illegal substances, engagement in any serious occult practices and rituals are all included in this category. It's things as believers we might say, why well, don't do that? But again, we'll be talking about different ways that that could possibly come in and and we may not even realize that we may not understand what are ungodly new age practices what would it look like to be involved in a demonic game or even watching a a demonic movie it doesn't have to be overtly but many times we bypass things because it's acceptable in our culture
1: yeah and i think you know one way to look at this too is um, you know, are we leaving a door unlocked or open or shouting through the megaphone? But also, do we live in a house where that's happening?
0: Mm, that's a good point.
1: Because sometimes it's not us doing it, right. but it's those we live with. Sure. And so um, I know some people are maybe concerned. They may be thinking, well, what's all this talk about demonic oppression? And, you know, how do you even think that that's going to happen? And the truth is, is that Jesus spoke as much about um demonic oppression is anything else he he spoke about yeah um quite a bit and we've kind of relegated that to superstition in some areas of the church but in reality um we live in a a world that is run by and inhabited by the the god of this world the prince of the power of the air even though our Jesus has defeated him um. It, not yet are all things under His feet. Not yet are we in the place where that victory has been fully realized. And so we we live in a war zone,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you know we're occupying till He comes. Right. So we need to be safe. It's like we need to make sure embassy gates are closed, if you will. Right. And so, um, when we talk about these doors, there are some other things that. To, I think we need to consider like generational iniquity. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people get hung up on generational iniquity because they've heard it said generational curses. And they know that the word of God says that we were redeemed from the curse of the law. So there's confusion there. And it's because the terminology uh, literally um, in Exodus 34, 7, where it says that God keeps mercy for thousands of generations, but he visits the iniquity. Of the fathers to the third and fourth generation, that iniquity is a bent or a an um a propensity for. And so we have no problem when we say, "You know, oh, well, heart disease runs in my family." Mm, or diabetes true. runs in my family. So we have no real issue with physical or biological genetics, And we need to understand that there's also such a thing as pneuma or spirit genetics. Yeah, and we can inherit these. Um, and the reason is because our cells have memory and there's lots and lots of proof about that we'll talk about that on another podcast but uh, the, the the documentation and the experiments on cellular memory and how many generations that stays without the originating event is just mind-boggling and so yes you can inherit some things from your parents your grandparents your great-grandparents So that could be one of the doors that is unlocked. That's Mm -hmm. more likely to be an unlocked door than an open door or an engraved invitation. Right. And
0: yes, absolutely. And one thing I want to touch on with that, with the generational iniquity, especially is sometimes you can go your whole life long and correct me if I'm wrong, Brenda, but that may not even become an issue correct absolutely sometimes when you start to step into something the lord has that really encroaches on the enemy's camp or his territory and you start to engage in warfare a little bit more there are those open doors those opportunities that he has to to snare you yeah and to trip you up and cause you to stumble and not actually be able to step in to what the yes. lord has called you to do and i found that in my own life and as i've coached and counseled other people as well We've yes. gotta clean up that basically sweep up the mess so that he yes. doesn't have an opportunity. And I love what Jesus said. The devil, the God of this world is coming, he's got nothing in me. Exactly. We need to be a people that can say that too, along with our Lord.
1: Yes. And and you know, I know that there is a um a tendency to kind of dismiss this kind of uh, viewpoint on generational iniquity and i absolutely i want to say this very clearly and i know this is your position too we absolutely believe in the sufficiency um, of god's provision through jesus that there's nothing more for him to do, his death, burial, and resurrection his, on the on the cross, his resurrection, is completely sufficient to deal with everything we talk about. But it's not automatic. We have to lay hold of and appropriate yeah. Yeah. the new bloodline that we're in. We have to appropriate the protection of God. We have to appropriate the renewal of our mind. It's not an automatic thing. It's That's free, right. but it's not automatic.
0: That's right. So.
1: Um, And then also the visiting of the iniquity, that word visiting simply means it's present. So let's move on to trauma. This is another um, open door that is, it can actually be an unlocked door, an open door, uh, but it's severely emotionally impacting events. So it can be big T trauma, which everybody would say, oh my goodness, that's horrible. Or it can be little t trauma because it's just traumatic traumatic to us. But what it does is it shocks us. It leaves a wound in the soul and in the mind. And because we're in that place of uh, shock, sometimes we dissociate just a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's that opening for the enemy to come in through uh, whispers, through um, manipulation of our emotions and our mindset. And these things, through like major accidents, serious illness, death of a loved one that's very sudden and unexpected, um, abuse, those kinds of things create kind of a crack in our soul. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. that can be an an open door. Um, another one is, I think, pretty obvious to all of us, and that's just over sin and rebellion, uh, deliberate willful disobedience to the revealed Word of God. Uh, it can be either sense of commission. Doing what you know not to do or sins of omission, not doing what you know you should do. And I want to say this this is not, we're not talking punishment from the father. Okay. He's not um, going, I'm going to, I'm going to beat you (laughs) because you didn't do the right thing. These are, these are natural consequences for our actions. And he's a good father. So, and the next one is curses. Now, Sometimes people don't think about words being curses, but, but Ephesians tells us that we're entangled or ensnared by the words of our mouth. And there is so much that the Lord says about what we say. And, you know, we are to set a guard of the doors of our lips or to ask him for a guard. Uh, we speak things that are curses. Um, You know, I love how the the Bible says that God watches over his word to perform it. Well, let me tell you, the devil watches over our words and he uses the words we speak against others and about others as an empowerment to go and attack them and to to try to uh, come against them. And so that happens through us and to us. Yes. So that's one of the curses. And then, of course, there's just actual occult demonic incantations hexes vexes spells and those can also be open doors um whether we do them mm-hmm. some people think nothing of it they'll curse somebody because of jealousy um or they'll get involved in some things i want to make him love me i i know that seems crazy that somebody would think that but they do um These things are definitely open doors, inner vows and bitter root judgments. These are things we'll talk about also at some point in more in depth, but these are vows made in the heart and empowered by our flesh, but they arise out of bitterness and judgment of someone. And they, they kind of sound like this. Well, I would never do that to my kids. I would never say that. Or do that. And usually they're made in a a time of great intensity in our emotions, bitterness, jealousy, anger, hatred. And so what happens is these get rooted into our soul and it's like a train track our soul runs down and it can't get off of it so there's no room for god's grace and mercy because we're going to make sure this does happen or doesn't happen right. in our own flesh and the enemy comes in and it powers that through that open door to deceive us into thinking that there's nothing wrong with this
0: mm-hmm. so yes. it's
1: it's a it's a trap um and then one thing is soul ties these are Spirit ties, soul ties, mental, emotional, spiritual entanglements that put us in subjection to the power or influence of another, whether that's another person, an organization, um, a denomination, or a spirit. Yeah. So these are things that that we'll talk more about. Um, so what's the impact of having all of these doors that are open or cracked or unlocked or shouted from the front step? It's that we're opening ourselves up to unnecessary warfare, unnecessary torment and and influence and oppression by the enemy. And so we need to look at how to close those.
0: Absolutely. I just want to say, you know, before we finish up that we really could spend a whole 20 minutes on every single one of those open doors. And I think that everybody probably listening has... A lot more questions and i would just encourage you to write down maybe some of those that piqued your interest and go before the Lord and really start to do some work now before we even explain what all those are in depth and how to deal with each one yes that's a
1: great idea that's a great idea get those questions ready yeah so well we appreciate you joining us on this free episode And we'd love for you to join us over the next few weeks via subscription for an in-depth look at unlocked doors, wide open doors and engraved invitations, including examples and the most important thing, setting your security system up. How do you not only um, shut the door, lock the door, but set up the alarms? And we've got a lot to say about that. Our subscribers help fund our podcast and receive access to all the weekly podcasts we do, as well as bonus episodes. And you can subscribe by clicking the link on your podcast app below our show.
0: We just want to say thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Kingdom Over Kairos. I'm Jen Weir. And I'm Bryn Chamnis. And we'll see you next time.
1: Yes, we bless you and pray grace and peace over you today.
0: Yes. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. If you'd like to know more about Bren and Jen or Kairos Life Institute, go to kairoslife.org. That's K-A-I-R-O-S-L-I-F-E dot O-R-G. You've been listening to Kingdom Over Cosmos. Remember to like and subscribe now.